Hey everyone, and welcome to the Beyond Life and Fitness Podcast. I'm Cheryl Patton. And I'm Megan Prince. We started this podcast as a way to connect with more people who are struggling to fit it all in. The workouts, the food, kids, work, and relationships. We know that we're not perfect, but we hope that through our struggles and our mistakes and our failures and our successes that we can help more people through their challenges and be successful. So if you want some tips and tricks to help you along your journey to be the best version of yourself, then this is it. All right, we are back with another episode, and today we thought we would talk about ways to live in gratefulness, how to be grateful for things that you have and not always wishing of things that you don't have, and this can apply to many, many different areas of life. Um, So I'll let you kick it off. This was your topic idea. Yeah, I think that gratefulness is like a huge one that I've learned probably in the last year or so, that... I think we can go through our days wanting so many other things and wanting to change so many things and wanting different, but I think that we forget all the things in our day that are good. And it's like when we are talking about our body image and how we look at ourselves in the mirror and we see everything we hate about ourselves. Mm-hmm. When we wake up in the morning, we think about all the things that we didn't do the day before, all the things we did bad, all the things we didn't get done, all the things that... We should be doing that. We're not doing. Um, yeah, our body naturally defaults to the negative. All yeah, yeah. it's been proven. It's been it, it has been proven. I it's, I've read it. I'd have to try and find the study, but yeah, we naturally are hardwired to default to the negative, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. Yeah, and I think a lot of the stuff coming out now on social media and stuff is about like trauma and healing and how that and 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 normal people's minds gravitate towards the negative but you if you've grown up in a traumatic chaotic household then your negativity is even like times by a hundred thousand right because you're like you're living it you were living in this for your whole life so you're trying to like figure out how do I wake up in the morning and be grateful for the things that I have but still also want to be better and still also want to change myself and grow because I think I think the we've talked about it before is the whole basis of life is to not stay stuck is to keep growing on a daily basis. It doesn't have to be, I saw something on Instagram today was like, if you do 1% something, 1% different every single day, 1%, like little tiny, tiny, tiny things, then you'll be able to change. But we are like that society that's like, I'm going 150% mm-hmm. and I'm going to change this today. Yeah. And then we all fail because you set yourself up for success or for failure. for failure already because nobody can go from zero to 150 overnight. But if we just focus on those little tiny things, I think for me, and I stopped doing it a while ago, was like waking up and like writing down things that I'm grateful for and, um, and thankful for in my day. And... I think that that helps because then you're actually like putting it down on paper and you're mm-hmm. actually, um, you have a visual, to, visual, to you have a visual it. of it, that it's, yeah. And I know too, again, like when your eyes see you writing stuff down, it goes into your memory mm-hmm. a lot better mm-hmm. versus if you just read it, um, or hear it. Mm-hmm. So I think there's something to that in order to kind of help rewrite that story that you keep telling yourself or rewrite your 
hardwire brain um, to start shifting more to like, the positive side of things versus the natural default of the negative. And we're all horrible for it. Like I'll wake up like in the morning and my brain, the first thing that it's going to, okay, what, what do I need to get done today? What do mm-hmm. I need to get done today? Like, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to like, even when we were away for a few days, like I would wake up and I'd be almost like in a slight panic. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I got to get up and get stuff done. Right. Meanwhile, I'm on a vacation. Right. Right. But that's like, that's the first thing. I'm like, oh my goodness. It's like eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Like I got to get up. Like I got to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. What am I going to get done other than cook breakfast and get dressed? Right. <laughs> right. But it's just like, it's crazy. And, and these are little things that I am catching myself doing. I'm having, mm-hmm. um, I have to really try and learn to, um, Again, like re rethink, rewire how my daily routines mm-hmm. can shift into like a bit of a negative aspect mm-hmm. of of my life, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. I sometimes will have very little movement for flexibility. It's like, no, mm-hmm. I've got to get this done. That's on my list. I got to get mm-hmm. it done. If I don't get done, then now I got to push it on to tomorrow, which now there's more stuff that I need to get done tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, being grateful for what you got done that day, seeing the positive in that, knowing that if something didn't get done, it's not the end of the world. So yeah. Yeah, I for sure. It. I think it's all, yeah, it's about, I also heard like if you are waking up every morning with the same thoughts you did from yesterday, then it's a whole, it's like Groundhog Day. Yep. Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day. I hate my body. I'm fat. I'm not doing good enough. I didn't do good at this week. I ate a yep. cheeseburger. I ate this. I have to go to the gym. I have to, and I was speaking to, talking to somebody about today who was a competitor at one point too, but just, yeah, I eat something really bad and then I think that I have to come into the gym and I have to do extra cardio and I have to do this and I have to do this because I just, and it's coming from this punishment place, yep. right? Because I, I shouldn't have done that. I'm bad because I did that. And I think we're all we're all guilty of that, but I think I think that you have to be so great thankful, first of all, that you can get to the gym, that you have the ability to go to a gym, that you're healthy enough to feel good enough to go, that you can move your body for people that have injuries or health issues or mm-hmm. pregnancies or new babies, all that kind of stuff. We've been in that place where you haven't been able to do that. Mm-hmm. But then we forget, once we start getting into the routine again, we forget how grateful we are and we don't think back to like, oh my God, remember that time when I hardly could walk or lift anything or bend over? Mm-hmm. And we don't really think like, oh my gosh, I... Look how far I've come. Look how far I've come. And look, I'm I'm able to do stuff, right? And I always think to myself, the biggest thing for me, it's kind of like a, I don't know, sinister thing to think, but I just keep thinking there's so many people that I know that between their 40s and 50s or whatever have gotten diagnosed with like breast cancer or something. Mm -hmm. And then their lives change in one day, one second. Mm -hmm. So I keep thinking to myself, Meg, like, you have to get up every day and be so grateful for what you have because tomorrow it could change. Mm-hmm. In a week, it could change. Yep. So like, stop wanting everything to just be so perfect for the next six years because any second life could change. And yep. you just have to be so like grateful for those moments. And 
I know I'm homeschooling my kids and it's really difficult, but on those days where I feel super stressed and I feel super anxious and it's too much, mm-hmm. I'm like, get your stuff on and we go out and we hike yeah. and, we, and we lay in the snow and everything's quiet and we just look up and we listen to the trees cracking and we look at the sky and that's like, oh my gosh, okay, just reset me for like... That's this. very meditative. It's like, this is like... Like being aware of the things that are around you, like the plants and the animals and the air. Like we don't even go outside and be like, oh my God, the air is so beautiful today. Or look Mm -hmm. at the moon or look at the sun. My kids always are like, look at the sky today and look at the moon. And and I'm like, oh my God, like we don't stop to like really sit down and be grateful for like the little tiny things. Yeah. And it just goes show like the importance of getting outside. Oh, yeah. Right? Of just mm-hmm. getting outside, even though, like, up here, like, it's cold and it's winter and, you know, sunshine is a rare commodity. Mm-hmm. But it's still important to get outside, get that fresh air, um, and just sort of be a little bit closer to nature, if possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And just be grateful for the aspect that you can do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and they and they do say I don't know if we talked about this last time is like listen to something positive in the morning, like right when you wake up, mm-hmm. because then it rewires your brain to mm-hmm. go to the positive. So just even if it's three minutes of something, and I also read the other day that your your mind only retains eight to ten percent of something when you listen to it or read mm-hmm. it or whatever. So they said fifteen times that you should read or listen to something. Wow. So when you listen to that podcast and you're like, oh this podcast is so awesome and then you just skip to the next one, skip to the next one, like go back and listen to it. If there was like a couple points that like really hit for you, mm-hmm. go back and listen to it again. Go back and listen to it again. And then you'll pull other things out from it that you need that day or that you didn't hear before or Yeah. Whatever. I know one thing I also have heard too is like the last thing you should do the fir- like when you first wake up is check your email. Oh. So, and the reason being is that because what happened, like what if you have like a negative email come in or something. Don't right? check your email, I mean. Exactly. Don't check your email. Oh, I thought you said check no, it. No, 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 like, no. The first Don't thing. check it. Don't oh. check it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Because no. then that is not, is setting the tone for your day depending on what email you happen to open and read, whether it's mm-hmm. going to be positive or negative. And it's teaching your mind that you're putting other people's needs and priorities before yours. Mm-hmm right so key so that is kind of tying in with you know having something reading or hearing something positive every morning Mm -hmm. when you first wake up versus grabbing your phone and opening up either your social media feeds or email yeah I think when I used to go to the gym 10 years ago I didn't bring my phone I had an iPod like an iPod yes. shuffle. Yes, 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 yes. A shuffle. Yes. And I put that on and I would work out and that's it. Yeah. Now it's like you're at the gym and you have Apple AirPods in and your texts come in and it reads it to you and you have your phone there and people text you and they ask you questions and, and I know we it's more like a it's more like a these days is more tech, like everybody's on phones and that's how people run businesses and all that kind of stuff. But I'm like an hour and Annie an hour and a half in the morning to yourself like mm-hmm. nobody's going to die if they don't 
speak right. to you. Yes. I know that they would be mad maybe if, it, say, your client and it, they canceled or the client needs to switch times with you. But, like, it's not the end of the world. And then maybe people will understand that that hour and a half, I can't get a hold of her. So I either have to tell her before the night before or mm-hmm. I'll just reach her after. Mm-hmm. So I am guilty of that too, right? Because I bring my phone to the gym and totally. it's always with me. But I yep. feel like maybe that's something that I should get into the routine of doing Right is... Yeah, I mean, you I can't don't know, even like, turn off your notifications. Like, I, if, even if you do that, you still pick up your phone and see people texting you, right? Yeah, like, I have my phone in in, in my studio with me. And if I hear it go off, I'll check. Mm-hmm. But nine times out of ten, I don't reply back. Right. Because right, nine right, times right. out of ten, it's not important within that hour. It can wait. Well, say it was somebody like a client who's doing a fat loss thing with you and they just text I just weighed myself and I'm up like five pounds all of a sudden I would wait you would but it changed I feel like it, it, cha- 100%. it changes your it does it makes you feel anxious it makes you feel like or I have to get back to them or oh my god what am I gonna do then you're thinking about that client the rest of your workout so but then like, I'll be sort of yes that is true but at the same time it gives me time to think about how I'm going to also respond to them yeah 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 right because there's a lot of times too especially with emails um you know I'll respond like I'll write the email and then save it and go back mm-hmm. to it like an hour or so later reread it rework it um, and I'm just so that, especially if it's an email dealing with a more sensitive subject, mm-hmm. right? So that way you're just not typing and sending it off while you're kind of like in the heat of the moment. Right. Um, right. so, so yeah. And I do, but yeah, no, that's totally true. I definitely would be thinking about how to reply back to mm-hmm. an email or a text message like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it can kind of meant with like screw up you a little bit mentally, but I don't know. I'm getting better at that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think I read, like, happiness is a choice too, right? So we can either choose, Annie, we can either choose to put out happiness and positivity into the world. Yeah. Or else we can choose negativity. Sorry. Totally. Yeah. You are in complete control of. (laughs) She's like, but now I can't see outside. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and all those and all the people that I know that are super negative and you have the victim mentality, bad stuff always happens to them. It always happens to them. Well, because yeah, what you focus on is what you'll is what will come to you, right? Right. right. There's a saying that's much more eloquent than that and I can't remember what it is. But yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. my kids always say, why are you so positive? And I wasn't always like this. I lived in a place of like negativity for a long time, but then I was like, what's the point? Because then when I woke up in the morning and I was negative and the kids had a bad day and yeah. then their dad had a bad day and then everyone was in a bad mood. So I'm like, at least I can do is find the stuff that I'm thankful for in my day. Be grateful for that. Focus on that. All the other things I can write down. What do I need to change? What little things can I do to make mm-hmm. like my life different or however I want it mm-hmm. or change, right? Yep. But yep. yeah, I think the biggest ones, yeah, is focus on listening to something positive in the morning, writing down what you're grateful for, choose to be happy. Yep. Um, it is a choice. It for is a sure. choice. And, and yeah, and it takes it takes time and it takes practice, right? rewiring how you how you think <laughs> she's like there is something out there 
um, you know, rewiring how how you think throughout the day and how you think in the morning when you wake. It takes time. It takes practice, and it's not going to be it's not going to be perfect right off the bat. It's that one percent change, like you had mentioned, yeah. over the course of months, years, that will all of a sudden have like a huge change in your outlook and how you see things. Yeah, and I was listening to a podcast today. I'm always listening to podcasts and things to change <laughs> and things to like. But it was about how um, your thoughts are just thoughts. Yes. Like, and you have to realize that it's a thought. Let it pass through. Think yeah. about it. Write we it down. We talked about that in another podcast. Yes. Yeah. But I'm like, your thoughts are just thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh. Let them come. Let then, them go. But my thoughts go, do, do, do. They come in and then they get worse and worse and snowball and snowball and snowball. Mm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just need to like let this go. <laughs> but sometimes I can't because then you just overthink everything, right? Yep. So it's like trying to, yeah, rewire your brain to like, yes, that's a thought. It doesn't necessarily, like, if you write it down sometimes and then you look at it, like, say your thought was, I'm fat and I'm not making progress in your gym workout or whatever. If you wrote that down, you'd look at it and you'd be like, that is so silly. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't let somebody else say that to themselves. Right. Yeah. You're like, no, that's so silly. Like, when you write it down, especially, like, when I go to counseling, because I think it's part, it's healthy for people to, like, have other people to work through. But I'll say something out loud to my counselor. She doesn't even have to say anything. Because I literally come back to her and, like, yeah so now I now I get what the problem is like when I say it out loud and I'm like okay so I see what happened here and she's like so you basically just counsel yourself if you're talking out loud or writing it down because then you can clearly see like yep oh that's really silly that I just said that or did that or whatever yeah right? yeah but yeah. you're right sometimes that third party is needed because <laughs> you wouldn't necessarily be sitting on the couch saying it out loud to yourself Right. 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 So you just need another unemotionally person. Mm-hmm. And I think counseling, when you find a right counselor that you can sit down and say all of your crazy thoughts to, because sometimes your friends or your parents or whatever are emotionally kind of attached. So you, you, gen, you genuinely go to the friends that are going to tell you what you want them to say in that particular moment. Mm-hmm. So if you have somebody that's not, then it's like, yeah, they can they can stop you and be like, okay, that's, that's negative. Just like what... Go back to like. How can we reword this? How can we reword this to like? I can. Ch- I have the ability to change this. Yeah. Now that I'm self-aware of doing this, so if we know we wake up every morning grumpy and I hate my life and I hate my job, first of all, think about how am I going to move and make a change if I really hate it, or what things are really good about what I'm doing right now, mm-hmm. and what things are not really good, and mm-hmm. then make a list and see which things are okay with you and which things aren't. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, I think that's, I think those are all really great tips. And um, yeah, I think we're going to leave it at that. So these are all different ways to work gratefulness into your day. Thanks everybody for listening today. And we truly appreciate you. And let us know what your biggest takeaway was today. And if you have any questions you want answered on the podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast to automatically receive your episodes and to help us reach more listeners. We would love to connect with you on our socials, either Facebook or Instagram, with links in the show notes. Till next time, keep taking those small steps towards your best life.